Good morning, everyone. Today is Friday, August 3rd, and it is just after 9 in the morning. Yes, yes, she's getting a little bit later every day. I will have to reverse this trend at some point. Oh, for a sip, so good. Uh, what was I saying? I have to reverse this trend. I um, woke up at like 5.30 and then I went back to sleep and didn't wake up again until about a quarter after 7. And David was already gone, so I was pokey, as I often am. But then I ran. And then I had a Jackson jailbreak. <laughs> he uh, was going crazy. Yes, you're very cute. He's giving me the adorable kitty look rolling around on the floor. He thinks it's really funny when he does that. You can just wait until I come back out. Or I guess maybe I'll let him out and sit out front today. He, um, with David going so early and me sleeping so late, he got really annoyed about having to wait so long. So, and I wouldn't let him out right away because it's kind of a cool and rainy morning which means it's a good predator day and I didn't want him out here while I'm not watching him so I uh oops <laughs> sorry I like hit my phone funny there I should just like close it and then it won't yeah then I won't bobble the screen um oh I wouldn't let him out right away because I didn't want him out here when I wasn't keeping an eye on him so I finished running, and then I was nice and let him out and went back in to change into my, out of my running clothes and into my daily clothes. Wait a minute. Just wait. Good boy. And when I came out, I mean, how long does it take to change clothes? Even if I'm being pokey, it wasn't that long. When I came out, he had wrapped the long leash around the bird feeder pole and his little harness was laying there empty if he gets the leverage right he can pull out of it which I think he does on purpose because he's an ornery little brat right Jackson mm -hmm. you might I don't know if you can hear him he's just purring away so fortunately we have the uh, fallback method of the little radio transmitter collar so I had to get out the finder. I don't know. There's probably a word for that. That's like a little telescoping unit and zeroed in on his collar. And he'd gone all the way over to the neighbor's house. In our neighborhood, that's a ways because we're each on like an acre and a half. And uh, so he was all the way over at the neighbor's house. And then once he saw me coming, he was all happy because Chase is one of his favorite games. And he ran over the driveway and into a great big culvert that goes under the road so I had to use my um, amazing tr skills of trickery I was looking for a better word than that but trickery will work illusion <laughs> and I dug a rock out of the ground and pretended it was a yummy snack and lured him out of the culvert so all of that took a little while so see really it's not that I'm lazy <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of been a week, though. Um, I think just that what I've been talking about, getting back into the routine, 
Um, and then teaching this class at the same time sort of piles things on. And today I really need to pay bills. I've got to do the finances. I'm behind on all of that. Being gone just puts me behind on so many things that I normally do like incrementally a little bit every day. I owe my assistant Corrine some emails. Hi, Corrine. I'll do that. I owe my mother and my aunt an email on what I want for my birthday, so I'll do that. Uh, there's just all sorts of things for me to do. But, of course, first and foremost is always getting the word count. Mm. It's good coffee. It's nice to sit out here in front, too. It's probably wet out back. It really rained a lot last night. Of my, I, for some reason, a couple of my pots of plants died while I was gone, and I don't really know why, because I had the drip system on. But now, two pots that once had pretty flowers now have, like, grass in them. My um, Gerbera daisy, which was flowering again when I left, like, precipitously died. I don't know what happened to it. And that's the pot where there's, like, grass growing in it again. Well, those might be pansies resurfacing in it. This is, you know what this grass is, is it's millet from the bird feeder. Oh, look, a little tiny baby choya. How oh, he's so cute. I should take a picture of this for you guys. And this little choya, which is a kind of cactus, has little teeny tiny spines that uh, are like little baby fuzz. They're so not, so not scary choya. I should have... Well, you can look up Choya. I was going to say I could do a, a picture of both, but heck, why not make you guys use your exercise or Google Foo? It's Choya, C-H-O-L-L-A. So, I got distracted, didn't I, by looking at my pots. All the things I need to do. I also need to separate my iris bed. I've been putting that off for a couple of years. That needs to happen. So many things to do. But tomorrow's my day off, so maybe I'll get some of those done. Although I've got a fairly busy day planned. I'm going to go to yoga. You know, it's very important. I got to go to yoga yesterday afternoon, and that felt great. So I'm hoping to go to yoga again in the morning. And then I get my hair done. Very important. Cover up those roots. And I have to do grocery shopping and finish whatever bills I don't get emergency paid today, I guess. But I did pretty well yesterday on writing. I got, excuse me, over 2,000 words, which is not bad for ramping up. I'm going to try to get up to 4K per day to finish this book by the end of August. And so we'll see how I do today. Today is, I don't have any appointments or anything today, so that's good. And just this, these businessy things to take care of. I didn't do a podcast yesterday because I actually did a blog post. Um, for those of you who, I don't know if you saw it. I'm not sure yet what my crossover is between the podcast listeners and the blogs and so forth. But I did do a blog post yesterday with my Rita scores. Uh, Rita is the premier contest for Romance Writers of America. It's kind of the Oscars of our genre. And last year, I won. I finaled and won for one book and did not final for the other book. 
and I thought my scores between the two books were very interesting, the differences. Uh, the way the reader works is each book is ranked by five judges, and then the highest and lowest scores are dropped, and the remaining three scores averaged. And the top 4% in any category are the finalists, uh, unless there are less than four or more than 10 in the category. And that's because some categories were ending up with like three finalists and others 15. So they've been trying to make it a little bit more even-handed. So last year when I posted my scores, uh, people were really grateful and I got a lot of comments on that. And then I even got a comment on that original post yesterday, which was from like last October. I'm not sure why I waited so long to post that because I got my reader scores, of course, yes, or well, no, not yesterday, um, the evening before. I don't even know what today is. I already said it Friday. So I got the scores Wednesday evening, I guess, on the 1st. So anyway, I posted my scores again this year so that people could see them. And I again entered two books. And I was very happy because I'd entered The Shift of the Tide, which is the most recent Twelve Kingdoms books. Um, the Arrows of the Heart that I'm writing now is the one that follows that. And The Shift of the Tide got really high scores. In fact, it got the highest scores of any of my books besides the one that finaled. So it was it was so close, so very close. Um, yeah, and I think that there ended up being, I should look, I think there were 10 finalists in the paranormal romance category, which covers everything. I mean, it's like paranormal, urban fantasy, contemporary fantasy, science fiction, romance, fantasy, romance. Anything woo-woo ends up in the paranormal romance category pretty much. So at any rate, that made me happy that I'd been close to finaling again, and I had a whole lot of fun at the Rita's anyway, because since I won last year, I got to present the award this year, and that was a kick. You know, like when you watch the Academy Awards and stuff, and the presenter pulls out the envelope, you know, and you wonder, do they know? What are they thinking? And it's like, well, you don't know. You don't know what's going to be in there, and you know, you hope what it's going to say, and you kind of ease it out, and you're looking at the little words, and... I had really wanted my friend Dorinda to win this year, and uh, so I had to work very hard not to be disappointed that it wasn't Dorinda. And then, unfortunately, the gal who did win wasn't there, so I didn't like get to have my picture taken with her and Larita, which I think is a total jip, and I'm going to write and ask for a refund. <laughs> Can you guys hear those hummers? That's that Rufus hummingbird driving off. Other ones, they have little hummingbird wars. The Rufus hummingbirds are really pretty, very bright coppery color. But boy, are they aggressive little birds. Who was it? I think it was um, Minerva Spencer. I think she was telling me that they found a dead hummingbird in their yard with a hole pecked in his skull like a hummingbird beak sized hole so I guess those battles can get pretty pretty lethal 
seems like that would be a good evil villain plot to kill someone, have hummingbirds peck you to death with your skull. <laughs> I finished reading Kristen Higgins. Good luck with that. <laughs> oh, wow, was that a good book. Uh, I think I cried through the last five chapters. And I don't think I'm an easy weeper either, but um and it was it was the good kind of cry. It was um wow, just a really healing kind of book. Really wonderful and you know, I mentioned it on the podcast the other day, but in case you didn't hear it, you know, it's a about women dealing with weight issues and kind of how they let their weight affect their life decisions. And you know, and sort of coming to how their obsession with how they look and other people's obsession with how they look affects their choices and how they behave and what they allow into their lives. Whether they, like, whether they believe, you know, one gal was married and she ended up ruining her marriage because she just couldn't believe that he loved her because she thought that she was so fat that he couldn't possibly love her. So it was really an incredible book. I highly recommend. I haven't written up my Goodreads review yet because I kind of want to find the right words for it. But it was just um, really wonderful. I was thinking of something along the lines of that it broke my heart and put it back together again. I don't know. Does that sound schlocky? It's a, yeah, just an amazing, amazing the way she delved into all of the issues around being fat. And I understand she's taken some grief for it. I, I haven't seen any of this stuff, but I don't know. I, You know, people are so sensitive about weight issues and what's perceived as fat and what isn't. So I don't know what they went after her for, but I really hope that this book is widely embraced because I think it is um, I think it's a really important book it reminds me of oh and now I'm not going to be able to think of it was it Wally Lamb the book about the heavy girl uh, uh, I can't think of it now but this is you know from a much more female perspective and you know someone who obviously understands what it's like to be thinking about what you eat all the time have that conflicted relationship with food that's where you you know eat your feelings where food is a comfort now Jackson's snagged again what are you trying to get to so it is a good thing I was watching him everything is so wet Okay, okay. He wants to get up on the culvert cover. I'm releasing you. The weeds are growing up now with all this rain, so now he's getting snagged there. I don't know what he's looking at. There's something making noise. Isabel's around here somewhere too. She doesn't have to be leashed because she stays close.
Oh, I'm not sure what kind of birdie that is that's singing. Jackson's looking in a different place, though. I think he sees some sort of rodent nest in the weeds there. In general, I let the kitties have rodents until I, unless I can't stand it. It's actually almost too cool this morning. It's been a funny August, or late July and early August. Oh, it was a bird, because he jumped in there and a bird flew out. Oh, it's the wrens. Okay, well, you don't get to mess with the wrens, Jackson. Sorry for this distraction, folks. I really like the wrens. If you can hear it, the wren is that little bird going... Hey, leave the birds alone. Do wrens nest on the ground? I didn't think they did. Come on out of there. Yeah, good boy. Am I thwarting all your fun today? Yes. Now where you want to go? <laughs> He's looking at me like he would like to go run off across the desert and be wildcat, which he doesn't get to do. Maybe that wren was just in there feeding. They like to eat the seeds off of those things. Oh, there's Isabel. Hi, Isabella. So anyway, that was one of those books that once you finish it, you can't read anything else for a while. Um, I'm not sure I've ever read another book that was two female protagonists, both in first person, too. Uh, when I did... The Orchid Throne, which I just finished at the end of, well, middle of last month. I did alternating first-person hero and heroine, which was kind of a challenge. I was going to do first-person heroine, third-person hero, and my editor suggested that I make the hero first-person also because he didn't feel as vivid and present as, her as the heroine. And I could see her point, so I tried it, and it really did open things up. Now I'm having to liberate Jackson again. I can tell it's going to be one of those kinds of days. <sighs> have to get David to cut down these weeds again. Actually, it won't be that bad. Once he gets, he's heading for his favorite spot where he likes to crawl on this one particular clump and then he'll get in there and stay in there and be happy. <laughs> he just has to sort of Get his, get his restlessness out first. So, anyway, it was interesting that she was able to pull that off. And in some way, if I, I mean, if I had a craft criticism of the book, which I really don't, because I think it's brilliant, but I didn't realize at first that it was two different heroines. Like I got to the third chapter and I mean even though she very helpfully had at the top of each chapter Marley, Georgia, Marley, Georgia I, I never read those. Apparently I just like skim right past those. I've, I've been in conversations where people talk about do you read that part or not? So clearly I'm not one who reads those because I like miss that. And I started to get confused 
I was confusing the two heroines, and once I figured that out, it was like, oh, oh, and then I kind of had to go back and recalibrate, because I had been assimilating their personal details and all, you know, like you do. I was like, okay, now, now I'm on board. So, I think that that's probably it for today. And that my coffee's gone. I'm going to make some breakfast. I'm going to get busy here. Wish me luck on getting 4,000 words today. That would be good. And thank you all for sharing my first cup of coffee with me. And I hope you all have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.